the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. This great nation will endure as it has endured. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. You are about to embark upon the great crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. We're not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. My country cheers the Sweet land of liberty of the Arsene. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right Radio on AM 1420, The Answer. Here's your host, Bob France. Yes, indeed, and a good morning to you, my friends. It's nine minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Tuesday. It's the 26th morning of the ninth month in the year of our Lord, 2023. We've got a very nice show lined up for you, a lot of important things to discuss. Uh, as you know, since it's Tuesday, it's Kersenau Day. Peter Kersenau will be with us coming up at uh, 1010. He is the longest-serving member in the history of the United States Commission on Civil Rights in Washington, D.C. I'm looking forward to uh, Pete today at 1010. And how about Bill O. making his uh, triumphant return? Bill O'Reilly, that would be. Of course, you know, he follows this show each and every day with the O'Reilly Report, and we're going to talk to Bill about his latest book. That'll be coming up at 1110. But to start the show this morning, we're going to talk about a local story that um, is troubling for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And I don't know that I understand it all completely yet, but I do know this. Brooklyn High School's head football coach, man by the name of Tim McFarland resigned, apparently under pressure, or maybe he just felt personal pressure. I don't know. Uh, but he resigned uh, yesterday after some incidents apparently happened at the game that they played on Friday night at Beachwood. According to Beachwood Superintendent Robert Hardis, 
in an email to students and families that he learned that uh, late during the first half of the game, and I'm quoting now from the Cleveland.com story on this, uh, this particular incident, that some of the Brooklyn players were using the word Nazi to call out plays during the game. Um, as I understand it, they weren't calling anyone Nazis. They were using Nazi as the name of a play call or some element of a play call. The fact that this happened against Beechwood, which of course is a uh, overwhelmingly Jewish population in the city of Beechwood of about 14,000 people, um, really, really hit some people hard, hit them the wrong way. What in the world is the word Nazi being used for on a play call? Is it being used exclusively against Beechwood? Uh, was it intended to be a slur? Whatever it was, it led to the resignation of the head football coach and quite a few, well, let's just say not kind, um, and I'm being kind when I say that, attacks on Brooklyn, the school, the students, the board, the parents, the players, and the other assistant coaches on social media. They are all being attacked for this uh, particular story. So we reached out to the leader of uh, Brooklyn City Schools, Superintendent uh, Ted Calaris, who was kind enough to join us to tell us what in the world happened and what's going on and what the reality is about things at his school, in his school district and at his high school. So uh, Superintendent Ted Calaris, thank you for joining us this morning here on AM 1420, The Answer. How are you this morning, sir? Good. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So um, let's try to get some context here, if I can. Um, were were players on the Brooklyn team, were coaches on the Brooklyn team calling people Nazis on uh, Friday night? Yeah. So so no. So so what did what had happened? I, I I was I was made aware of the situation late Friday night. Um, evidently, one of our audible play calls. Um, on the uh, offensive side of the ball um, is termed Nazi. Um, there's a little bit of historical piece with, with that. Coach has had that in his uh, playbook for quite some time. Needless to say, um, you know, our kids, um, you know, something happened during the play, triggered that audible call, and and that's when um, some of the concern came out. And, you know, part of it is, you know, obviously – I think in this day and age, um, there needs to be a little bit of a common sense with with verbiage and, and things you use, um, especially with our kids. Um, what I will say is... To, to be clear, um, before you continue, yeah. Superintendent Claris, yeah, sure. uh, um just to be clear, you said he's had this in the playbook or in the verbiage of the plays for a long time. This wasn't something that was created because they were playing Beachwood. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 okay. absolutely not. That, that's important. That, yeah, no, was, I know. Was that conveyed? Was that conveyed to the to the uh, Beachwood folks who were concerned and your counterpart? Yeah, so, yeah. So what happened is so the it was brought to the attention of of the coaches during during I think it was mid second quarter, Bob, to be specific. And coaches got together. Both head coaches got together with um, with officials. Brought to my coach's attention that it was you know kids were not taking it was not it was not sitting well with people. My coach apologized immediately um, and immediately stopped it. They 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 changed the term and uh, kind of moved on from there. You know, um, I, I I had a great conversation how, how, with. How, how were the officials made aware um, at, uh, at mid second quarter? I mean, what 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 happened? Like was that were beaches? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not really privy in terms of how how the officials were made aware. My, my guess would be, and again, this is a guess, is that you know, someone from the 
the Beachwood sideline had had notified the officials, um, and they got together and, and again had the huddle and had the conversation. So when you say officials, you mean the game officials, the Correct. refs. Okay, I, yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure if you meant the game officials or school officials were informed about it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the the, okay. the, the the actual umpires and the referees for the game. Got it. Okay, so I apologize for the interruption. So, um, uh, t- take us take us a little bit further into this now. So, your coach apologized right on the spot, changed the the verbiage to something else to 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 make that call, uh, and then what happened? Well, and and they finished the game, and without any further incident. Uh, not yeah. As far as I'm aware, the we we finished the game. Um, second half became a running clock, um, mm-hmm. and and everything ended um, fine. I guess uh, coaches had a conversation at the end of the game. Um, again, this is you know per both coaches when I had conversations, um, mm-hmm. everything was fine. Kids shook hands. Uh, you know, our school officials, both Beachwood and Brooklyn school officials, were on the field to make sure there was. You know, no extracurricular activities on the on the handshake, but but the game ended with the end game and the game ended as well as it could be. Okay, so uh, the incident happens. It is reported. Apologies are made. Verbiage is changed. When did this um, elevate beyond football and into superintendent offices like yours and Mr. Hardis's? Well, uh, Superintendent Hardis and I talked on um, talked on Saturday. You know, going back a little bit, I want I want you know. I, I spoke with both the athletic director from Beachwood and the head coach from Beachwood on Saturday morning and, and conveyed my sincere apology um, of what happened. Um, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate uh, that it happened. It's unfortunate that the term was used. Um, you know, my conversation with my head coach that day um, really re- revolved around um there has to be a lot more common sense um, with our kids. Um, but, but again, going back, had a conversation with Superintendent Hardis. We were we had a good cordial conversation and um, notified me that at some point he would be notifying his families and you know, kind of go from there. And I, you know, and I, I, I understand he's got to do what's best for his community, um, as, as do I. And you know. And it, Bottom line is, it doesn't take away the the regardless of the intent of of what had happened. It it doesn't take away that. Uh, Let, know, let's talk about intent, Superintendent uh, Claris. Let's talk about intent. Um, it, 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 to to people who have no idea what's going on, and I'm kind of among them right now. You hear, well, the players were using. Uh, a term that the coaches had put in place as an audible call. I think you're calling it, and using the word yep. Nazi. In in what context? Do, do you do you know that, or is that something that only the coaches can explain? Or because uh, if people who don't know anything is going on, they just hear kids are in the yeah, middle of so, a game yelling Nazi. What the heck is that all about? Uh, so, and they're going to so, assume the worst. So is it the worst? What is the context? Yeah. So it was so so at one at one point, one of their defensive players was was showing a blitz, and then that's the audible call for our offensive players to assist to have an extra blocker in the backfield. I would assume. I, don't quote me on that specifically, but some some context like that. Okay, and 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 this is to clarify again. You this has been in place for a number. Of, how long has Coach McFarland been the coach, or had he been the coach? So, co- yeah. So, Coach has been with us for for three years. He's been a coach for twenty five plus years. Uh, but to to just to for the record, you know, this is the first time myself, our athletic director, were made aware. Um, 
of this incident, of the use of this term. Okay. And being made aware of this, um, did you, uh, obviously you had a conversation with your coach. Did, did you have to pressure him to resign? Did you, what was your reaction? Let me, let me ask this question much more generically. You hear about it. You find out about it. Uh, you talk yeah. to the superintendent from, uh, from, uh, Beachwood. And now you got to look at your own program, your own coach, your own school. What was your, what, what, did, what was your first reaction when you found out that this went down and that the word Nazi was in the play calls? You know, I, I guess my first, my first reaction as a, as a you know, 25 year veteran uh, teacher, educator, and administrator, is that uh, you know this was a self inflicted wound, so to speak, and that that we have to have a lot more common sense in in the things we use with our students. Um, make no mistake, Tim McFarland is a a good man. He's he's done nothing but um, benefit our kids. And, and I will tell you, Bob, this is a, this is a, a big loss for us in our football community, in our school community, because Tim's a good man. He does good things for kids. Um, however, uh, you know, my first reaction was, wow, we, we, we made a big mistake. Now, I don't believe the intent was anything specific to any Beachwood player, Beachwood community. I conveyed that message to the superintendent. I apologized to the superintendent, and 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 Bob took me at my word. Like there was no, we had a good conversation. There was no ill will between us. But my my first reaction was, "Wow, that was stupid," and and we should know better. We're talking with the superintendent of uh, Beachwood Schools, Ted, or excuse me, Brooklyn Schools, Ted Kolaris. Uh, The incident happened uh, on Friday night with Brooklyn against Beachwood, which is kind of what makes this story stand out a little bit more, given Beachwood's uh, very uh, uh, overwhelming uh, Jewish population in that city and, of course, reflected in that school. What was your first conversation with uh, Coach McFarlane? What did you first say to him when when all of this went down or after after you became aware? No, I'm a a firm believer of allowing... uh, people to tell their story, tell what happened and from their perspective. And, um, you know, Tim conveyed to me exactly what I just conveyed to you. You know, it's, it's, it's been part of their uh, play calling for a while. And, and I'll be honest with you, he was absolutely appalled and upset and, and just remorseful for what has happened. Um, but he conveyed to me that there was, was no specific intent behind it. And, and again, his track record and me knowing the man, I have no reason not to believe that. Um, Mr. Kolaris, I, I'm looking at social media, and um, it is relentless. Um, the fact that Coach McFarland resigned is not enough for many. Uh, they want more. They want, figuratively speaking, they want blood. Uh, they want yeah. the football program to be canceled for the rest of the season. They want kids to be suspended. Uh, if they use that term, even though they were doing so at the coach's direction, they want, uh, you know, the athletic department to pay a price and so forth. They're basically yeah. trying to make it appear as though this is some sort of systemic, uh, racism or anti-Semitism or something that is running through Brooklyn schools. I know some people at Brooklyn schools. I know some people, as a matter of fact, on the board. Um, I don't believe that to be the case. Can you can you tell me how you are reacting and how the Brooklyn community is reacting to the uh, the online attacks uh, on your entire district over this? Yeah. 
Well, I will tell you, over over the weekend, we, we've received some pretty nasty voicemails. We've received some pretty nasty emails. Um, social media obviously has, has left a bad taste in my mouth regarding um, people's comments. And, you know, I, I guess a couple things, you know, society today is very quick to judge when, when they don't have all the information. Um, here's what I will tell you about, about the, the community of Brooklyn. This is the most amazing place to live, to be a student. The families are amazing, and I couldn't be more proud of my kids. Um, yesterday, when, we, when, when Coach um, announced his resignation to the kids, um, he did so for the purpose of recognizing that he made a mistake, recognizing that it's tough to recover from this mistake, but also recognizing that he needed to move on so that we could move on and we can grow. I, I will tell you this. There will be no students punished as a result of this. There, We will not be shutting down our football program. We are having homecoming this week. We will, we will celebrate our homecoming. Obviously, this is a big impact for us. But, you know, part of my job as superintendent is, is to help our kids grow. And, and I'll be honest with you, Bob, you know, we, we had the conversation with our kids um, yesterday afternoon, right around 3, 3.30. And I, I will tell you, my, my athletic director did an amazing job of, of communicating what was happening. One of, one of the important questions that he asked our kids is did our kids even understand what that term really referenced? I mean, most of them knew, okay, it was referenced to, to, to World War II and what happened during, during World War II, but, but a lot of them didn't understand the kind of the background and the gravity of, of what that really meant and, and what destruction you know, that, that word and devastation that word is associated with. You know, so reflecting, okay, we got to do a better job of, of making our kids understand the world they live in and the world where they came from. And, and so, you know, going back to your original point, there have been a lot of nastiness uh, coming towards us. Please do not do that to my kids. If, you're, if anybody's going to be upset, let them be upset at me. I'm the superintendent. I take responsibility for everything that happens in this school district. That being said, the only way we're going to grow as a school district is if we, we understand what happened, we correct it. But I also need to educate, um, educate our kids. You know, And I think what's also lost in this whole thing, and this is one of my messages I had through my families yesterday, you know, we have Beachwood students that have been impacted by this. Everybody's focusing on the adults in this situation and the adults should happen to this person. You know what? We have kids from both sides of the ball, Brooklyn kids and Beachwood kids that have been impacted by this. And, and, and part of my job is to help our students understand the perspective of, of the Beachwood kids. The Beachwood kids did nothing wrong here. The Brooklyn kids did nothing wrong here. This is an adult problem. We will fix the adult problem. Coach, Coach McFarlane was absolutely remorseful, but, but he offered his resignation as a, as a way for 
us to move on as a school community and a program because his his number one his number one concern that that he said to me in our my conversation with him on Saturday and then my subsequent conversation with him on Monday morning was that he absolutely is feels terrible for the kids from both Beachwood and Brooklyn and for just the the attacks that have been laid upon our communities and he recognized that the only way for for us to move on as a school community is for him to walk away as head coach. That being said, I am not going to 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 let this impact our kids additionally. We have kid we have we have parent volunteers, we have booster clubs, we have the marching band, we have our our hurricanes, our flag girls. We have everybody associated with Friday night football. You know, Friday night football is supposed to be a time for celebration, celebrating school culture and friendly competition. Yes, and I it is. think I think I think where where the adults have missed the mark here is 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 the attack piece. Right. Like calling my athletic director anti Semitic is absolutely uncalled for. Absolutely uncalled for. Do you feel right. that most of the do you feel like that most of the aggression that is coming in response to this toward your program and your athletic director you just pointed out and your students and so forth is coming from Beachwood or from just onlookers uh, no, who I, like I, to agitate? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I'm not going. No, I would never say it's no. Beachwood is. I've received some some very positive emails from Beachwood families, Beachwood parents. So and and, 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 I, and you think things have been made right with the Beachwood leadership between yourself and the Beachwood eight or uh, uh, superintendent I, uh, Mr. Carlos and 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 the coaches and everyone else is um, everybody appears to be good with your response to this. I'll be honest with you, Bob. I haven't I haven't spoke to them regarding regarding my response. You know, on on Saturday when I spoke to the AD superintendent and and head coach. Um, you know, my, my comment was, okay, we're going to investigate this and we'll, we, we will, we will address it as we see fit. I, and I, and I don't. So the communication um, between yourself and Beachwood leaders are, is ongoing. Absolutely. And, and part of, and I'll be honest with you, part of, I think the, the growth piece here is that at some point my, my Brooklyn kids and, and Beachwood kids need to sit together because I want my, I, you know, I got an email from a parent yesterday saying that. His his great grandfather was a Holocaust survivor, and 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 what had happened on Friday had had a profound impact on his son, who was on the football team. But it was a good, cordial, co- positive conversation. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't up. He he just wanted us to recognize the impact, and I think that's what gets gets lost here. What gets lost is what is the what is the impact in on the kids of both Beachwood and Brooklyn, right? We the coach is gone, coach has resigned. We've removed him from from the situation. He and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't condone what he did. I, I believe it it was an absolute silly mistake to make. 
Yeah, and, well, I, and, I, I concur, and, and and it is an unforced error. I think uh, you know you phrased it that way earlier on, and it is. Um, you know, I, I would doubt very seriously in 2023 that any coach would would put something like that in and do something like that with the intent to offend and with the intent to be anti-Semitic in any way, shape, or form. I do think there is a lack of education and understanding, even among some of the adults, including coach, about what the history of that word means and what it is, and uh, and why it, you know why it never should have been used in the first place but that does not mean he was intending to offend or cause harm to anybody but i think the outcome is the right outcome he's not the coach anymore you guys need to educate your you know yourselves and your staff and so forth and uh, communicate with the beachwood folks i think it's a great idea to get those kids together as well uh because a lot of learning needs to be done here and uh superintendent claris the last thing because we're out of time here is i completely agree with you this isn't a kid problem it's an adult problem adults made the made the decision to use the wrong word in a in a play call kids just simply followed orders and did their thing and didn't pay paid a lot of attention to what it even meant uh that's not their fault it's not the beachwood kids fault it's uh it's an adult situation and hopefully there will be an adult uh resolution to all of this in which everybody comes out of it a little smarter a little bit more aware of uh of the way things can be perceived and i think hope i hope that's what happens with both schools uh so so, superintendent ted calaris uh uh, brooklyn uh uh, city schools thank you so much for coming on i wish you and uh your community and the beachwood kids and their community all the very best thank you so much i i really appreciate time thanks a lot bob you got it my my pleasure it's uh 9 32 we're a little late we'll catch up and come right Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com